Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, April 28th edition. Hope you guys enjoyed your full day of action on Thursday. It was a fun one. Even Shoyo Tani uh, got lit up. That was a first in a while, so that was good. But tons of offense. We nailed most of it, so hopefully you guys had a good time. We have 11 games on Friday for you. A couple of early games will not be on the slate. Giants and Padres have the day off as they're traveling to Mexico City. So if you're playing DFS this weekend, um, Padres and Giants, it's they're playing in Mexico City, which is better than playing in Coors Field. I guess the most lively ballpark you'll see. Probably even better than Great American Small Park. So keep that in mind this weekend. I know Padres have Darvish and Musgrove going. I cannot even remember who the Giants have, but it shouldn't matter because Webb went today. So shouldn't matter for you. But we have 11 games on Friday. Again, you can find me on Twitter at BDentrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. All the podcasts are over there just wrapped up above in the bloom. They'll come out Thursday night, Friday morning for you. Lots of great stuff with myself and Ryan Bloomfield. On Friday, I'll have a bench with Bubba. I'll be recording with James Anderson of Rotowire to talk about prospects and more. So we'll have some fun there. Plus, in the first pitch podcast, all kinds of good stuff there. My written content at um, Baseball HQ, at Fantasy Pros, and at Game of the Edge Fantasy. If you want to become a member at Game of the Edge Fantasy, it's patreon.com backslash GT Fantasy. <clears throat> you get all the written content, plus my DFS cheat sheet Monday through Friday. So check that out as well. All right, totals on this 11 game. Friday slate for you here. Pirates, the Red Hot Pirates, take on the Nationals with a total of nine. Mariners, Blue Jays, eight and a half. Rays, White Sox, eight and a half. Braves, Mets, seven and a half. Surprised by that total, to be honest. Guardians, Red Sox, eight and a half. Yankees, Rangers, seven and a half. Phillies, Astros, seven and a half. Angels, Brewers, nine. D-backs, Rockies, Coors Field, special at 11. And Cardinals, Dodgers at eight and a half. So plenty of offense to be had on this slate. Pitching, there's some big names, but some... Not so great spots. One spot that's great is Jacob DeGrom at 11-5 at home against the New York Yankees, a team that will be without Aaron Judge this entire week as he re-aggravated his hip injury on Thursday. So you have that that you don't have to worry about. A Yankees team striking out 23% of the time versus righties, hitting 200 with a 109 ISO and an 89 WRC plus versus righties. Then you get Jacob DeGrom, who came back from his injury and dominated six innings, 11 Ks. He has nine or more Ks in three of his last four starts. He's back. As long as he's healthy, he's back. So Jacob DeGrom at 11-5, far and away the best play on this slate. Luis Castillo's interesting at 10-3 at Toronto if you want to get a little different. I'd get different with Framber Valdez at $10,000 at home against the Philadelphia Phillies. Yes, the Phillies, they're actually, they scored one run on Thursday, don't get me wrong, but they are hitting better. I'm not going to say they're not. Um, but Framber's just consistent, 20 or more points in four straight starts. He's going to give you six plus innings every start. A quality start. He's a quality start machine just like he was last year. He's got seven or more Ks in three or four starts, so that's big for Framber. Most will not play him because they're going to pay up for Jacob DeGrom, and, you know, rightfully so. I'd pay up for Jacob DeGrom, too. 
But you have a Philadelphia Phillies team who strikes out 23.5% of the time versus lefties. Now they are hitting 270 with the 166 ISO and a 104 WRC+. Plus. They're not like pushovers by any means, but you can definitely have your fun against this team. So I think Framber at 10,000 is a nice pivot off of DeGrom plus $1,500 cheaper. Aaron Nola is the bugaboo. He's struggled a ton this year. So if you want to be super different, you go to Nola. I'm going to stay away. I hope he pitches well. I'm just going to stay away in that one. Zach Eflin at 9,000. Now this is the guy that I would expect it to have been like around 8,000, 8,200 bucks or so. The $9,000 price tag is interesting. He returned from the IL in his last start through 67 pitches. They said he'd be around 70 or less. Five innings, one run, four Ks. Uh, he's put up basically 20 or more points in all three starts. He was at 82 pitches before he went on the IL. I'd imagine he gets back to 80, 85 in this start against the White Sox. And it's a horrifically bad White Sox team. Like a really bad White Sox team. Bright side is um, Tim Anderson starting a rehab assignment in uh, in AAA Charlotte on Friday. So that's good. But for now, they're striking out nearly 24% of the time versus righties with an 81 WRC+. So Zach Eflin, even though it's 9K, makes the list on this slate. Uh, a few others, like it's a weird slate for pitching. And so I said, like, you can make some arguments. You're going to have to plant some flags. Um, like Wade Miley limits damage, not going to go there. Jack Flaherty is interesting in 82 against the Dodgers. Dodgers are a highly potent offense, as we know. Uh, Flaherty only being 82 is interesting. Dodgers uh, are striking out 24% of the time versus righties with a 243 average, 232 ISO, though. So keep that in mind. But strikeouts can be there. Flaherty looked great, a 19% swinging strike in his last start. I actually just talked about him on Bubba and the Bloom uh, because, you know, his ERA is 329, but his Sierra is like five or six, something like that. His K to walk's bad, but that's because he, like, we had this argument. It's because he walked 13 in his first two starts. If you look at his last three starts now, where he's gone uh, at least five and he's got six innings in his last two, his last three starts, he has six total walks. His K to walk's almost 20%. And that correlates with a 24.7, 9.3, 18.4 DK performance. So what I'm saying here, in tournaments, it's risky because Flaherty can get lit up any moment, especially against the Dodgers. But in tournaments, 8200 bucks. I think Flaherty's interesting against the Dodgers. I really do. So I'm not in love with him yet. This is where the cheat sheet comes out. I want to see lineups and everything. But as goofy as this pitching slate is, like I love DeGrom. I love Valdez. Those are the two I love. I really like Eflin. I wish he was cheaper. He's still on my list. Jack Flaherty 82 has like my curiosity sensors, like my spidey senses going off. It's not something to like fall in love with, but it's interesting. Max Fried at 7,700 bucks is going to be chalky and for good reasons. You know, coming off the IL now, he's had back to back 20 plus point performances. Went up to 107 pitches in his last start, and that was a six and two thirds shutout. He has not allowed a run since he came back in 11 and two thirds innings. Uh, he's got nine Ks over that stretch. He faced the Astros his last time out, plus the Padres the time before. Now he gets to New York Mets in New York. Good pitcher's ballpark. Um, a New York Mets team that on the season striking out 21% of the time versus lefties. Um, 233 average, 160 ISO, 103 WRC+. plus. So not horrible, not great. Freed should be chalky at 77. He'll be very chalky. You'll see a lot of Freed, Framber, Freed, DeGrom lineups. It's probably a great way to go in cash especially. Um, so I like Freed a lot. Just expect the chalk to follow Freed. And that's why... I wanted to look at a guy like Jack Flaherty as a pivot in that scenario. Like he'll be the yellow box. Jack Flaherty will be the yellow box on the cheat sheet as a GPP pivot on this slate. Now, when you get down below, it ain't great. A lot of people are going to want to play Alec Manoa at 6,900 bucks coming off that great start against the Yankees. The team I said that stinks offensively right now. 
He threw seven shutout, only five Ks though. So the Ks are still down 85 pitches, 24 DK points. And he gets the Seattle Mariners at home in Toronto, a Seattle Mariners team that um, I think is pretty darn good. Not going to, I don't want to loan on that one, but they do check out 24% of the time. They do have a 154 ISO and a 102 WRC plus versus righties. So Manoa at his price point and his recent performance will be very popular. I get it. But where I'd rather go if, to pivot off a guy like Manoa, give me Clark Schmidt at 6200 bucks against the Texas Rangers. Clark Schmidt looked like the guy we've been hoping for his last time against Toronto. Five and two-thirds, no earned, eight Ks, seven ground balls and three fly balls. Clark Schmidt changed his pitch mix up. He had his velocity back at his last start. He was getting results. We were hoping, like, the seven ground balls to three fly balls, he had not had a – his best ratio prior to that was six to five. You want to see that with his ratios. Eight Ks, by far the most he's had. He had two outings of five Ks on the season. This was the Clark Schmidt we were hoping for. Now there's always a chance it regresses back. But at 6200 bucks against Texas, he strikes out 22% of the time versus uh, righties. They do have a 191 ice on a 124 WRC+, plus, so it's dicey. But you get 6200 bucks. You're getting a discount on Schmidt, and that puts him on the radar for me. That puts him heavily on the radar for me in this matchup. So, again, pitching is weird. Like, DeGrom, all aboard the train, top pitcher on the slate. Then you have Valdez, big fan of that against Philadelphia at 10K. Then it gets dicey. Like, Nola's there. Bieber's there. I don't love Bieber right now. I'm not getting swings and misses. I like Zeph- Zach Eflin. Wish he was a little cheaper, but I like Zach Eflin. Flaherty's interesting. Max Freed's going to be chalky but good. I might end up buying into Pavetta if I see a lineup I like in Cleveland. I want to buy into G. Lito off the uh, off the bereavement list because G. Lito's actually been good the last two starts. But, man, Tampa Bay, getting in front of that train, they just beat up Dylan Cease. So I'm going to stay away from that one. So that it leaves us with Chalky Manoa or Clark Schmidt. It's a really dicey spot. If somehow you can just play DeGrom and Valdez, like, let's roll. But I don't think you're going to be able to at those price points and feel comfortable about your hitters. And that leaves us with uh, some, some questions to be asked, lineups to come out, pitchers to decide on, play ownership games, whatever, and all those scenarios. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat. But Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. And that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great, 
talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash blue wire sports offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash blue wire sports. That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire sports terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed. Speaking of the bats, let's crack a lock at them. Catcher's position on this slate. Uh, you got Sean Murphy versus David Peterson. I love Atlanta. Everyone's going to love Atlanta because David Peterson is not good. So Murphy at 48 is an awesome play if you can pay up at the catcher's position. If you don't believe in Clark Schmidt, lefties have been getting to him. Jonah Heim is 4200 bucks. You guys all know by now how I feel about Jonah Heim. I think that's awesome. If you believe Alec Manoa is not as good as he was his last start, which I do not, Cal Raleigh is 4K. So like Heim and Raleigh are both pretty good values if you don't want to pay 48 for Sean Murphy. Going below now, if Giolito is broken, Christian Betancourt at 39 is a very good look for you. Um, other plays down here, yeah, Gabriel Moreno in Coors at 3300 bucks versus Freeland. That's not bad. Shaylan Galeers, big game, another home run on Thursday. He's 3200 bucks versus Luis Sessa. That's a great spot for Langoliers. Wish it was in Great American Small Park, not in Oco, but still not a bad play for Langoliers at 3200 Uh Cheaper down here, though. You have uh, Jason DeLay if he catches for Pittsburgh. He's been playing really well when he gets to catch. He's $2,900 for Chad Cool. I like the Pittsburgh bats uh, tonight against Chad Cool. So you can look at DeLay at 29 if he cracks that lineup. Kyber Ruiz is hitting a little better of late, even with a little bit of pop. He's the second home run of the season, I believe, on Wednesday. He's $2,900 for Rich Hill. Rich Hill has somehow done it with, with smoke and mirrors. Eventually, that's going to come to an end. So be prepared for that. And then other than that, I guess the 11-game slate, there's going to be a lot of options. That's where I kind of draw the line for now. First base, Shohei is always fine. But Pete Alonso versus Freed in tournaments only. You can go there. I prefer to start with Matt Olson at 5,500 versus Peterson. Freeman at 51 versus Flaherty is interesting if you're not a believer in Flaherty. I can respect that. So Freeman at 51 is not bad. You got Nate Lowe. Again, if you think Schmidt is not good, Nate Lowe's 4,600. That's a guy to uh, to lock in there. Uh, cheaper plays though, and you go into the 3K range. Connor Joe, first base outfit eligible for Pittsburgh is 3,900. That is great. Brandon Jury is crushing. He's first base, second base at 38. I loved him more on Thursday. Wade Miley just finds a way to limit damage. He's actually got reverse splits most of his career. Don't get me wrong, most of his career. I still like Drury. Don't get me wrong, but it's not the automatic, like, hey, Drury's facing a lefty. Plug him in. Like, it's a great play. It's just not automatic. Like, I'd almost rather, if you don't want to pay up for some of the other guys, you got Christian Walker and Coors versus Freeland at 38. You got Josh Naylor at Boston against Nick Pavetta at 35. I'd rather have Walker and Naylor over Brandon Drury. So that's where I'm looking. Like Walker at 38, Naylor at 35. Those are like really good pieces. Even if, uh, if you don't want to pay up at all at the position, Walker and Coors, Naylor versus Pavetta at those price points. You got Josh Bell at 34 versus Pavetta. I like Naylor over Bell. Both fine plays. If somehow a 100 bucks dictates your decisions, that's fine. Uh, Luke Rayleigh's first base outfield is 27 versus Gilito. If you are thinking Gilito's done, that's one to go to. Many will go to Luke Voigt at 25 versus Tyler Anderson. Okay, it's not bad. Uh, I'm just not a big Luke Voigt guy, but I get it. Facing Tyler Anderson. Uh, Ryan Noda of Oakland is 2200 bucks versus Luis Sessa. I think it's a big enough slate where you don't have to force guys like Ryan Noda. But if you want to go all in on a weird Oakland stack against Sessa, which is they should 
be able to hit Sessa. That's totally optional. I uh, know that 22 is a good value. Like if you want to somehow get Frammer and DeGrom, well, an Oakland stack might be in your favor. That might just be part of the situation. Uh, second base position for you here, Simeon's 59. That's fine. Cattell Marte and Coors at 52 is awesome. But Brandon Lau, another big game on Thursday. He's swinging it really well. He's 48 versus Gilito. Phenomenal spot for Brandon Lau in that situation. Yeah, Ryan McMahon and Coors at 46. Love me some Ozzy Albies versus a lefty at 43. Great price tag will be overlooked on this slate with McMahon and Coors at 46. Brandon Lau at 48. Ozzy Albies at 43 will get well overlooked on this slate. Andres Jimenez at 42 versus Pavetta is another good spot there. Uh, going down farther, you got Geraldo Perdomo's up to 4K against Freeland. I love Perdomo. I don't know if I want to pay 4K for Perdomo when I can pay 43 for Albies, even 46 for McMahon, 42 for Jimenez. Makes it hard to because they have bigger ceilings than Perdomo. That's the difference. Perdomo's better cash game play than those guys, but ceiling wise, you want to go the other direction. Brandon Jury's 38. They got got Bay of Pittsburgh, second base outfield, just running wild on the base bags. He's 3600 bucks. I like that a lot if you want to save some money, just because he's kind of like the Jorge Mateo, given Mateo's hitting with power now. Bay gets on, like steals a bag, scores a run. That's 10 points. Like he's just finding a way to accumulate points without leaving the ballpark, which is not easy to do. Bay's doing it. So he is in play, especially in your Pittsburgh stack, which I like a lot on this slate. Below 3K, though, you know, like um, Miguel Vargas at 25, Michael Bush at 25 versus Flaherty. If you have to, they're in play. I'm not running to go that direction. I think I'm going to try to stay in that mid-threes and above range at second base tonight. Uh, third base for you, you got Devers versus Bieber at 62 is fine, but J-Ram at 57 versus Pavetta is very nice. Like, as much as I think Pavetta could be a tournament play, I'm starting to like Cleveland looking at the price points on this one. Matt Chapman's there, but Josh Rojas at 54 is very pricey. Like, I get it. It's Coors. Freeland's been decent at home, actually. So, like, for 300 more, I can get J-Ram versus Pavetta. Yeah, I'll probably go that direction if, if I have my my choices. Um, cheaper, though, even cheaper than, than J-Ram at 57. You mean I can get Austin Riley at 5,300 bucks for David Peterson? Sign me up. Sign me up quickly. Yeah, Ryan McMahon, he's second base, third base eligible at 46 versus Kelly. That's solid. Uh, Josh Young's day-to-day. Keep an eye on that scenario. Ryan Hayes is 41 versus Cool. I like that a lot, uh, especially when Hayes has been hitting towards the top of the order. That's a good look for him. Uh, some other options, mid-3Ks and lower. Now, Jake Berger's 32. He went deep again. Juan Moncada is dealing with nerve issues in his back now. He's got a, a disc that's pinching a nerve. So Berger might get a lot more run here at 3200 bucks. He's a tournament play. I'd still probably rather go a little more. I could, could Brian Hayes at 41 potentially, but that's a $900 difference to Berger at 32. So I get it if you need the savings. And then other than that, like Bush is 2500 bucks. Beatty probably doesn't start because the lefty's on the mound. He went deep his first time this past time. And then Nixon Zell, um, he's third base outfit eligible. He's playing a ton. He's hitting 281 over his last 10 games. He's got double-digit points in his last two. He's healthy right now. He's twenty one hundred bucks for Straczynski. So if you want to go full yellow at third base for the outfield, don't hate Nixon Zell. I'm not looking to stack the Reds tonight, but uh, it's a great value. It really is. Uh, shortstop position for you, uh, Trey Turner. Meh. Willie Adamas though at fifty six versus Tyler Anderson. I like a lot. You got Betts at fifty four. Wander Franco at fifty two. Solid. Adamas is probably the pay up spot for me here. I did see somewhere the reason why his power numbers are down. He's insanely patient for the first time in his career. He's walking a ton. Like his swinging strikes fine. He's not striking out a bunch. He's just being way more patient at the plate. Teams are throwing him a lot more off speed stuff. He's taking it. He's become a professional hitter. It sucks for us that want power from him, but he's being a really good real life hitter 
I still like him in this game at, at 5,600. Uh, cheaper plays, though. Jeremy Pena versus Nola. If you want to attack Nola, that's a very nice contrarian angle. He's 4,300 bucks. Again, Geraldo Perdomo's 4K and Coors. Rodolfo Castro at 38. I like a ton. That's my dog. He went deep on Thursday. That's a good price. Like the Pirates still aren't that expensive for what they've been doing. So Rodolfo at 38 is good. Uh, below 3K, though, Zach Nettos, 2600 bucks for his Wade Miley. If you need to punt, you can go and look there. J.P. Crawford's 26. He's actually been serviceable, especially as a punt. I try not to go that cheap. Like, don't go past Rodolfo if you can help it. Outfield, you got Acuna at 65 versus Peterson. That's probably 500 bucks too cheap. He's going to go for a big game again. So love Acuna on this slate. Uh, J-Rod versus Manoa at 54. Uh, Rain, I mean, at 57. Rosarena at 57 is pretty nice as well. So I like both of those. Corbin Carroll's up to 5,300 bucks in Coors. I still love it. He's been a beast. I don't care if a lefty Freeland's on the mound. Corbin Carroll's in a different zip code the way he's playing baseball right now, so I'm a big fan there. Brian Reynolds is actually down to 5K versus Chad Cool. I like that a ton. That's a, a big one, especially because Pittsburgh's playing in Washington. They're not playing in Pittsburgh, so it's a better hitter's part given there's chances of rain in Washington in the Northeast, the Mets. There's chances of rain, but keep an eye on all that. Reynolds at 5K is nice. Uh, Stephen Kwan at 46 first Pavetta. If you're stacking Cleveland, don't play with Kwan as a one-off. Uh, Yoshida's heating up a ton for Boston. He's 45 versus Bieber. That's an intriguing tournament play. Super low owned, most likely versus Bieber. But he's starting to see the ball very well and get a little comfortable at the dish, it looks like. Josh Lowe's 4,400 bucks versus Gilito. Don't hate that. You got T. Oscar at 43 versus Manoa. That's in, in play. Kutch is 43 versus Cool. I like that if you're stacking Pittsburgh up. Jared Kelnick's 4100 bucks. His price is finally on the rise. He's 41 versus Manoa. You got James Outman at 41 versus Flaherty. I prefer Kelnick, but they're both interesting plays in their respective matchups. Uh, Jake Fraley has been struggling a ton. He's 38 versus Rosensky if you need to, but big-time struggles from Jake Fraley. Um, I mentioned Bay is 3600 bucks versus Cool. That is definitely a play. I'd rather play TJ Friedel. Friedel. Then Jake Fraley, Friedel's been hitting like second, playing much better. Not great, but better. He's 3500 bucks. So you have that going for you. Um, down to the low threes. Now you got Brent Rooker hit another home run on Thursday, and it was off a writing into Shohei Otani. So Rooker at 34 is not too shabby. It's not just lefties he's crushing right now. He's crushing everything that comes his direction. Jaron Duran is a good value at 31 versus Bieber. Duran's playing great since getting recalled. Uh, below 3K now. One of your big values on this slate is a Coors Field value. Is Brenton Doyle, assuming he gets to start, he started every game, so he's getting called up. A um, little bit of power, but a ton of speed. He can run wild. He's 2900 bucks in Coors Field. That's a really good value, especially in cash games. Uh, Alec Thomas, it's lefty-lefty, so see if he's in the lineup, but he's 2900 bucks for Kyle Freeland. Another cheap Coors play. If you're looking for little discounts here and there, Luke Grayley, 2700 bucks for his Gilito. Talked about him. He's first base outfield. Um, other than that, it's been really hit and miss in the value department down here. Oswaldo Cabrera's DeGrom. We're not talking about that any farther. Never mind. I was going to say, Oswaldo Cabrera came in and played for Aaron Judge. Maybe think about that over the weekend. Just not against uh, not against uh, DeGrom. We're going to pass on that one, kids. Joey Weimer is 2100 bucks for his Tyler Anderson. That's a good value. Nick Zell at 21 so you got a couple of YOLO punts between Weimer and Sinzel at the outfield position. Recapping your pitching. Again, it's a weird pitching slate, like I mentioned. Like, you can make arguments for a bunch of dudes. My main guy is obviously DeGrom, best pitcher on the slate. 
Valdez at 10K. I like Eflin. Wish he was cheaper, but so I like Eflin. Flaherty is a tournament pivot at 82. Freed at 77. Um, they got Manoa at 69 and Schmidt at 62. Uh, Manoa should be popular. Freed probably popular as well. Just keep those in mind. But like I could see arguments for Gilito, but you're facing the Rays. I can see arguments for Pavetta. Um, I can see arguments for Bieber and Nola. But I told you, and even Castillo. But it's mainly DeGrom, Valdez up top, Eflin, Flaherty, Freed in the middle, Manoa, Schmidt down below. Now, if you're stacking, I absolutely love Pittsburgh versus Chad Cool. Just hope the rain stays off. Pittsburgh's one of my top stacks if that game plays. Um, love Cleveland versus Pavetta the more I look at pricing. That's where the love came into play. Hopefully the lineup agrees with that as well. That would be big. Uh, some Boston plays are interesting, though, because Bieber not striking a lot of guys out. So he's leaving himself susceptible to a big game. So Boston's interesting. Same with Tampa Bay versus Gilito. That's also a spot you could potentially attack. Love Atlanta versus Peterson. Hopefully the rain stays off there. So like Pittsburgh, Atlanta, two top stacks. Uh, farther down, Milwaukee in the Dome versus Tyler Anderson. Checks the boxes, especially being in the Dome there. Yeah, Coors Field, which is great. Both sides of that. I think Cincinnati versus uh, Cincinnati and Oakland could be some nice discounted plays there. Both pitchers and Sessa and Rosensky, not good. So my main looks, Pittsburgh and Atlanta, both rain situations potentially. And then Milwaukee, Coors would be my next stop, Cincinnati, Oakland, with a little bit of late night flair if you need it. But that'll do it, folks. Quick hits, another episode in the books. Hope you guys have a great weekend. I'll be back with you guys on Monday. If you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. I'll be in the Game of the Edge Fantasy Discord. Become a member at patreon.com backslash GT Fantasy to jump in there. But again, hope you guys have a good one. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, April 28th edition. I'm out. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.